My name's Brian, and today is Friday, September 8th, 2023, and this is episode 516 of the Lots Project Podcast, where we're defying norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled The Science Behind Your Morning Brew, uh, comparing air roasting and drum roasting coffee. I changed it up a little bit after I made my notes, but uh, eh, we're good. And it's going to be brought to you, as always, for these coffee days by Food Forest Farms. Today, we're going to try to focus on kind of comparing and contrasting the difference between air roasted coffee, drum roasted coffee, and um, touch on a little bit of why we have to roast coffee beans anyway, just uh, (laughs) instead of just using them green. But uh, first, let's grab a cup of coffee and catch up on what's going on with me and everyone in the crowd and have a little chat. We'll get into that topic in just a little bit. Um, 30K giveaway today. That's 30K, uh, 30,000 Satoshis going out if we can get enough people to register on the live grind. It was uh, it was amazing. Last week, I went back and I was doing some editing on the video, watching things, watching viewer counts, and we had well over enough people stop in. Uh, to qualify but if you don't want any uh you don't want any free uh free bitcoin just don't even put the put the hashtag in but anyway this morning to get entered into that 30k giveaway we start at 10 we uh we bump it up 10 each week when we don't get enough people to give it away we were uh we were giving the satoshis away every week and um it was just a small group of people that would show up and enter and uh, i felt like i was giving giving kyle uh, Kyle, the Backwoods Butcher, 10K every week just for uh, showing up. So we decided to put a little qualifier on it, and uh, we need to get 10 entrants to uh, to give it away. And um, to do that, you're going to put hashtag coffee in the, in the comments. You can do that on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter. It will accumulate in my uh, – it'll accumulate in the counter. And once we get to the end of the show, we'll see what we have, and we'll spin the wheel. Spin the wheel, regardless of whether we're giving it away or not. But um, get in, get in. Hashtag coffee. Hashtag coffee this morning to get in on that 30K giveaway. I mean, it's getting up to 30,000, guys. That's uh, that's pushing 10 bucks. I mean, to type, what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven characters. Not bad. Pretty good rate of return. We talked about side hustles yesterday, so... I think that's uh that's a pretty decent juice for the squeeze. Anyway, what am I drinking today? Get back, take this off here. Um, what am I drinking today? I'm finishing up that Ethiopian, that light Ethiopian from Food Forest Farms. That's uh it's been great all week. It's um it's waking me up right now. This morning was um man, this morning is I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. The last few, the last few days, uh, I, I mentioned it. Uh, I think it was Wednesday. Was just off, completely off all day. Yesterday wasn't horrible. It um, started out better. Obviously, I, I talked about it on the show. It uh, been the first hour or so I'd been up when I was mentioning it. Uh, seemed better. It uh, continued fine. The day was fine. A productive day and everything. Just um, 
was tired, very, very tired at the end of the day. Uh, didn't sleep the greatest last night for some odd reason. It was beautiful in here. Uh, temperature got down into the 50s overnight. We had all the windows windows in the open in the camper, and it had a nice chill. So that was nice. I don't know what it was, but uh, man, hopefully it's not. Uh, hopefully I'm not getting sick or something. I don't know. Knock on wood that uh, that I pull through this. So we'll see. We'll see. We're getting into the weekend here. We'll have some time to catch up on some rest and um, find out. Find out. So. What is up going on, Packwoods Butcher? And uh, thank you very much uh, <laughs> for the for the compliment there in the comments. I appreciate it, Cormac. How we doing this morning? I uh, I totally spaced on what I told uh, what I said uh, I was going to do for you yesterday. That is on my list. I actually I bumped it first priority this morning, uh, so I will be getting that taken care of. Uh, I appreciate it, man. Cormac's got a new. Um, Cormax got a new uh, course releasing. Uh, it's uh, if you were a PDC guy, if you uh, if you took your PDC and you're wondering how to take that from um, from the class, from the technical to being a professional, being a designer, uh, they don't really go into that all that much. Uh, Cormax got the course for you to to take a look at the after the fact. From PDC to professional, from PDC to pro, I believe is uh, is the title. He's got some uh, references to the Comfrey stuff in there, so I really appreciate that. And uh, we're gonna have to get Cormac on the show. Uh, I think we're gonna have to do a we're gonna have to do a special uh, live recording of lots to talk about with Cormac. So because he's uh, he's over in Ireland, and if we did it live, if we did it Monday night live, he'd be uh, he'd be jumping on at midnight. And I don't like to do that to anybody on a Monday night having to do an interview at midnight. So we're going to schedule some time. We're going to get him on. I will definitely blast it out there when we're going to be recording it. And uh, we'll record it live. We'll just uh, sneak it into the feed along the way. But really appreciate uh, really appreciate everything he's doing and uh, get him on and talk. So um, K-Bonk, good morning. How are we doing? K-Bonk, hit that uh, hashtag coffee, get in the drawing. I see Backwoods Butcher hasn't done it either. So, yeah, guys, guys just don't like free money. You hate money, you hate money. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, what do we got going on today and this weekend? Um, man, it's a, it's a big Friday. It's a big Friday. We, uh, we, I, I get to do uh, toilet duty. Um, <laughs> toilet duty. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I told you guys it's it's uh it's rough it's rough right now um kind of uh kind of gonna go sideways I think until we get into that topic but uh toilet uh toilet change day Corey and I adjusted that schedule um we got um um we got irritated well I got irritated with it um with it being as full as it was um on the cycle we were doing, I, I guess, I guess I started eating better or worse or uh, something, but uh, it changed how much poo we have. And uh, it, it just, uh, we wanted to dial that down. I ran the numbers and um, it didn't, it didn't, uh, it didn't change the metrics that much. We dropped a couple days off the, off the schedule. And I, I really evaluated. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to do it more. We, we dropped it from two weeks to 10 days and 10 days is, is, uh, it, it could have probably been less, but it just, it was a nice round number. 
But when I extrapolated it out, you know, you do it an extra, uh, you know, was that 28? Going to do it three times, um, three times in 30 days instead of two times in 28 days. And the cost difference wasn't that much, but the the ease of clean, uh, the ease of cleaning it is is significantly more um, when it's not as full. Just the way it is, the way it's set up and everything. So um, did that. We're gonna we're gonna try that. I got that on a schedule. We had it on a schedule where it was every weekend or every other weekend, and. It was fine, but I realized that, you know, I can fit that into my weekly schedule on a, on a rotating basis. I'm not going to, uh, I'm not gone all day at a job, even on days that I have stuff scheduled, I can fit in the change out. It takes, you know, like 45 minutes between um, rehydrating the cocoa core and actually doing the change out. Um, yeah, it doesn't take a whole lot of time. So we just dialed that back to every 10 days instead of every two weeks. And it's been working better. It's been working better. So um, Backwoods Butcher says, today I lost the talk about we're talking shit or we're shit talking. <laughs> uh, yeah, because Kyle Kyle was um, was late. I don't want to say late. Uh, a little delayed in entering his hashtag coffee uh, for because he was changing a shitty diaper and he comes back to the show and um, and here we are talking about shit. So. Eh, you know, it's Friday. It's Friday. You never know. You never know where it's going to go on a Friday. But that's uh, that's on the docket today. I, I still, you man, I I'm not anywhere even even close to wanting to go back to um, plum toilet. I will be um, I will be willing to use composting toilet till the day I fall over. I think. It um, when we had to go back into the house a couple winters ago, when we were in Minnesota, and we went back into using indoor plumbing after having using used the composting toilet uh, for quite a while. It um, I, I didn't I didn't like it at all. It it seemed dirtier. It seemed um, it seemed just grosser. <laughs> it's weird to say. It's weird to say. Uh, basically I'm pooping in a bucket, uh, with some dirt in it, but, um, yeah, that water and, and seeing the water when you, when you live your life by water conservation, when you live your life, knowing you only have uh, 40 gallons or less at a time, uh, flushing it down the toilet, <laughs> really like it, it, it's a term in the, it's a term in the, in, in English vernacular, like you're, you're flushing your life down the toilet. Well, they usually mean the crap, but man, the amount of water that just gets thrown away that way uh, really makes you get ingrained into the fact that you don't need to do that. You don't need to. And my toilet stays a lot cleaner, a lot cleaner when uh, it went to a composting as opposed to when it was a, uh, a flush toilet. So there it is. There it is. Hey, good morning, Pickle Pete. How's it going? Uh, Pip, don't forget to hit that hashtag coffee if you didn't when you got back. Blakesley Acres, how we doing? Good morning. Good morning. Um, man, the, the barn is looking fantastic. The, the frame out on the barn, he posted it in the Telegram group last night. And uh, man, bravo, bravo. Great work. So Pickle Pete down there, that's a, that's a whole whole interesting story um 
that is uh that is food forest farms that's uh that's brian that's scrambling uh he has to log in under that screen name when the show is on because for some reason his main account the comments won't show up in my youtube it won't show up um it's blocked he's banned i don't know we've tried to figure it out we've looked in the settings on my side on his side um, it's really weird because, you know, I'm a member of his coffee club. He's a sponsor of the show, things, uh, things across the board, but man, YouTube doesn't want us communicating. So he's got this second weird profile that he uh, messes around with pickle Pete and, um, he's able to comment on that. So I don't know, but, uh, pickle Pete there in the comments, thanks for uh, getting up. He's out in Seattle. And uh, so, wow, 4am up to win that 30 K giveaway. Um, but here's the deal with, uh, with Brian, uh, I'm going to mention it a little bit when I uh, read that sponsor post, but he's got, uh, he, he told me something the other day that's got me really thinking how good of a deal it is for someone that can use it. Um, I, I'm a member of his C4, C4 coffee club, but it's not just coffee. It's not coffee. Uh, basically it's $40 a month with food forest farms. Well, Food Forest Arms has um, an Airbnb, and Brian was explaining this uh, concept to me. I don't travel to Seattle. I don't travel to the Pacific Northwest. But if you do, you know how much uh, how much Airbnbs or hotels cost, things like that. If you're going there for concerts, you're going there for work. Work, if you're on a per diem, man, Brian will let you pay $40 a month and have I believe it was four stays. Oh man, I uh, I don't have the numbers. I didn't write it down. I was just looking at it. Um, but I believe it's two stays quarterly. Two stays quarterly uh, for forty dollars a month, and he'll pick you up at the airport. He'll take you where you need to go. He'll be your guide in Seattle. Obviously, you're going to a concert or a ball game or something like that. You're gonna have to pick up your tickets, but he's gonna sherpa you around. He's going to let you. Um, you're going to stay at his Airbnb. He's going to let you add on Airbnb stays for uh, for uh, club price. And man, it's a, it's a great deal. If you're going to Seattle on a regular basis or a semi-regular basis, or man, you take a trip out for a, a football game and a baseball game annually. Um, yeah, it's um, that's it's great. Uh, what a value. What a value. Especially if you're on per diem. We were talking about that. Somebody on per diem pocketing, pocketing their per diem when they're staying out in Seattle. And uh, man, I don't know. Check it out. Check it out at Food Forest Farms. Um, with that, I mean, we're up on 15 minutes. We're going to be talking air roasting coffee and things uh, things like that. Air roasting versus drum roasting. I'm probably going to get drilled in the comments. Uh, I, uh, I, I pulled off a perfect coffee episode last week. Uh, no mistakes. No mistakes. Uh, fact checked by uh, by by the guru himself. But uh, this week, who knows? Who knows? It's uh, I'm I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of tired this this morning. It is a Friday, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But we're gonna be talking about um, we're going to be talking about air roasting versus versus drum roasting coffee and roasting in general uh, for. Um, the science of the morning brew. And, and as I was going down this line, I think it's just going to become a series on that coffee day uh, for a while until I touch on everything that I, I plan on. But uh, we're just going to talk basic science of coffee. We're going to start this week with air roasted versus uh, drum roasted, go down that line of different things and dive a little bit deeper. 
But uh, the main overview is going to be that science of your morning brew, and then uh, and then a topic go topical discussion beyond that. But first, let's uh, let's let's talk about Food Forest Farms um, and and see uh, see what they have to offer. But uh, here we go. At Food Forest Farms, the extraordinary is the norm. Their mission, uh, their mission with a diverse offering. Excuse me, excuse me. My uh, my notes got all sideways here. Let me uh, readjust this. It'll just be way better. <laughs> there we go. Start over. Uh, Food Forest Farms, the extraordinary is the norm. They fuel their mission with a diverse offering from hand-roasted specialty coffee that'll bring you joy to your mornings to stunning jewelry and metal art pieces that'll add flair to your style. But that's not all. They also provide unique camping experiences with a with a hip camp, which is also part of the C4 membership. I was explaining with Airbnb, uh, you get access to their hip camp, um, but also that Airbnb stay. Perfect for adventure seekers, for people working in Seattle, uh, people that need to travel to the area often. So whether you're a coffee enthusiast, a fan of, of unique crafts or adventure at heart, Food Forest Farms has something special for you. Are you ready to embark on that journey? Head over to foodforestfarms.com to explore more. Don't forget to sign up for their newsletter to stay in the loop about their latest offerings and initiatives and enjoy your adventure with them at a little bit of a discount. Anyone that uses LOTS5, coupon code L-O-T-S-5, at checkout with Food Forest Farms gets 5% off anything at the site. Um, I am guessing if you're ordering coffee and you put in LOTS5, at discount, you're going to get 5% off. And I'm guessing you're going to get a little bonus bags in the, in the order. I can't guarantee that, but man, I know Brian and I know how his customer service works and I can't be, I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked. And if you're interested in talking about that Airbnb special or the C4 club, you could reach out to me or Brian. Uh, we could get you in touch with him. No problem. So food forest farms. I appreciate all the support he gives the show. Uh, I, I appreciate the great coffee at an awesome price. You cannot, here you go, guys, the final thing. You cannot beat the price that you get when you join C4 for the coffee that Brian puts out. $20 a pound, guys. $20 a pound. Just unreal. Unreal for what you get. Hold on, guys. I got I to gotta jump off here right, right for a second, and then we will uh, we'll get back to roasting. All right, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. When it gets a little chilly in here, it, um, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, into air roasting versus drum roasting coffee. So why, why do we need to roast coffee in the first place? Uh, what is the purpose of roasting coffee? Well, when you pull a bean, when you pull a coffee bean off, uh, off the, off the coffee, tree coffee tree um it's green it's a green bean uh, i doesn't uh it doesn't do a lot you know you see that um you see the picture of the the meme with the picture with the guy with the stick poking the earth usually or poking something um think of a green bean as that guy poking the little green coffee bean uh saying smell good or make coffee or something 
it's not going to do anything like that. It's not going to smell very good. It's not going to taste very good. Um, I know that uh, as I've been exploring different things about coffee, that there is a um, there is a preference of um, there is a preference of some people brewing green beans, not green beans like you pick in your garden, green coffee beans. Uh, I haven't gone down that line of of trying that, but um, anyway, anyway. Uh, you're going to want to roast it. You're going to want to roast it. That's what you know when you go to the store, whether you're you're buying Food Forest Farms, whether you're buying Holler Roast uh, from Nicole Sauce, if you're buying Folgers, you're buying uh, Black Rifle, you're buying, uh, you know, Tim Hortons up in Canada, or whatever you guys drink up there besides Tim's, they, um, that's roasted coffee. It's roasted coffee. It's not green beans. You can buy green beans. They store very well. They store almost indefinitely. Uh, Brian and I were actually talking about how the, the bean producers will actually hold um, and play commodity markets with green beans because they, they're just, they're stable and they can wait out uh, dips and sell on the peaks. So that's green beans. That's, um, that's kind of, that's the beginning when they come off the, when they come off the tree. Uh, what you're going to do to, there's a process, but one of the steps in the process to get that into your, uh, into the bag at your house, um, hopefully it comes whole bean. Hopefully you're not having it ground first, but you know, if it comes ground, that's a step before too. But, uh, roasting is the, the big one, the big one before you, before you get that in your cup and before you're going to be able to enjoy the taste, the smell, uh, Everything that we associate with coffee in our brain comes from that roasting process, I believe. So there's two types of roasting. There's um, drum roasting. There's air roasting. One's been around a lot longer than the other. Um, drum roasting kind of kicked off back in the in the early 1800s. Uh, had a little upgrade in the late 1800s. A guy named Richard Evans in England uh, patented the first large-scale coffee roaster in uh, 18, let me look, 1824, uh, patented that. It was upgraded in 1827 to include a fan that blew hot air uh, through the drum. Air roasting came around a lot, lot longer. Um, I believe 70s or 80s. Uh, I didn't get an exact date of when that uh, was exactly developed, but a guy named Mike Sivitz, who was um, who was in instant coffee in the 60s. So if he's in instant coffee, I'm, I, I had to imagine it was either the 70s, 80s, that air roasting came around um, and then has been obviously in in production 100 years less at minimum than uh, than that drum roasting. But. You have one, the old standard, two, the, the air roasting is the new. And I believe I have a preference. Obviously, I have a bias of, uh, of that air roasting. And there's a bunch of reasons why. And we'll kind of get to that as we go through why, uh, kind of compare and contrast the, true, the two. And um, I can explain why I prefer the air roasting and uh, hopefully why you should too. Um, so what is... What is, um, what, oh yeah, <laughs> let me, uh, let me key on this real quick. When I said, uh, Food Forest Farms is 20 pounds, $20 a pound 
for uh, for premium small batch air roasted coffee, artisan roasted coffee. Hold on one second. <coughs> Man, maybe I am getting sick. I don't know. Um, $20 a pound for premium air roasted coffee delivered. That's your shipping's included. It, you can't. Thanks, Kbonk, for for um, for putting that in the comments. I didn't even uh, I didn't even put that out there. A lot of places uh, when you go shop for coffee, here's a here's a pro tip for you when you're when you're pricing coffee. A lot of places will um, they'll package it in less than a pound to make the price look better on the shelf. Um, really that happens across all industries, but coffee is, uh, is starting to get notorious for it as the price is crept up per pound, which it should, uh, for the quality and the time and the equipment put into it. Uh, but trying to avoid that sticker shock, uh, when people are drinking folders, when you have folders next to your brand, um, and folders is selling it in a five pound tub and, uh, to be in the ballpark of the price, you're having to sell a six ounce bag. Uh, so that happens a lot. So keep an eye on that when you're shopping for coffee, especially online when you can't see the the bag. Really dial in on how much you're buying and what it is per pound, not uh, per bag. So not all coffee is packaged the same. Let's uh, let's say that. So twenty dollars per pound shipped. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Thanks, K Bonk. Sorry for that. Um, Thanks for the 12 ounces is the new pound. Kvong says, yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, so let's get to uh, let's get to air roasting, drum roasting, what they are, and and kind of the difference between them. Drum roasting. We'll start there. We'll start there. You uh, you kind of you get the picture. <laughs> drum roasting. Uh, if you're listening to the audio, I'm gonna do a little. Uh, I'm gonna do a little visual for both of these. But uh, here you go. You got a drum. It's sitting on its side. You throw a bunch of coffee beans in it, you heat the drum up, you throw some hot air in it, and it spins like a dryer, like your, uh, like your dryer, round and round and round. The beans kind of tumble in there. The beans make contact with the hot metal. The beans make contact with the hot air. The beans are brought to temperature. We'll talk a little bit about what happens with the bean in a little bit, but um, it, that is how it comes to temperature, just like your dryer round and round and round and round. Lots of contact between the bean, the metal surfaces, the hot surfaces. And um, and and when I start contrasting them, I'll tell a little difference on how it actually heats. So that is the basic um, drum roaster. You, you load the green beans in the big round, uh, the big round, uh, <laughs> the big round <laughs> uh, dryer looking thing. And these are these are great. They're great. Um, they they could be huge, and it revolutionized coffee roasting and uh, made it affordable in big bulk quantities. So there's your um, there's your your drum roasting in a, in thirty seconds. Air roasting is different, and there's actually a couple different kinds of air roasters. But air roasting is different in the fact that the beans don't really make contact with any surface. So instead of having a drum rolling around where that beans are are kind of shifting on the on the the, the metal drum it's got a it's like a screen the beans are actually put in a chamber and um a stream of air is pushed through the chamber and it kind of um it floats 
the air has enough resistance on the beans. Um, it's pulled the beans. The air pushes the beans up. There's enough air uh, of uh, air resistance on the beans to lift them up. There's they're light enough. There's enough of an airstream to lift them up to sit on a fluid bed. Uh, is what it's called of air. So they're riding in the hot air instead of riding on the metal drum. Kyle, uh, Kyle's just doing, um, <laughs> doing, doing bad things in the comments. But anyway, it's going to ride on, um, on a fluid bed of air. They're kind of going to float. Uh, if you ever seen the the simulated skydiving where they where they put you in the wingsuit. You go in and you sit and the air blows up and you put your arms out and you like float and then you hover right there. You don't like shoot up to the top. They balance the air so that all the beans or all the person comes up off the air and then stops and you can fly. The beans do the same thing. The The airflow, um, the airflow is used to stabilize the beans, stabilize the beans in the, the airflow. If you know anything about science, the airflow around the bean is going to evenly heat that bean. Um, it's going to more evenly heat that bean. You're going to continue that process until the roasting is done. So there you go. There you go. One is in a big drum, drum roasting, and one is on a fluid bed of air, air roasting. Weird. Weird. Um, so what's the difference all we're doing all we're doing is is taking heat we're applying it to the beans we're drying them out basically dries them out it starts to remove the the moisture from the bean uh the oils and sugars in the bean itself start to caramelize it um it starts to release those oils it starts to um, release and and uh, modify those sugars in the bean uh changing the chemistry of the bean as it heats up as uh, we talked last week on the coffee on the coffee episode the longer it roasts releases more oils and releases different flavors and different beans depending on their makeup their origin we'll get into that at some point down the road but um, depending on their soil conditions, their weather conditions, when they were harvested, how they were processed after harvesting before they got to that green bean state. Um, there's a few different ways that uh, beans can be processed. Uh, green beans can be processed. But all of that that goes into that bean before, you got to think of it like a painting. You got to think of it like, um, well, I guess, here you go. Um, all of that, all those conditions, all those factors that go into a coffee bean from the beginning, look at it like, um, I saw an example of a guy that had a paint stick for his whole uh, painting career, stir stick. Um, all of those conditions, the weather, uh, the soil, the type of bean, um, just everything that goes into that plant growing, that bean developing is like taking a paint stick and taking it and stirring it in one layer of paint, one color of paint, and it, it, it gets big and big and big. And when we take a roaster and you start roasting it, as it, as it heats up, 
more and more of those layers, those maybe very thin layers, maybe different thick layers of flavors, oils, sweetness, um, touches of different nuanced flavors are going to be released. And the more you heat it, the more you roast it, the different, the different layers are going to come out. Not necessarily better or worse, depending on the drinker, the end goal of the of the bean roasting, but they're going to be released and they're going to be um, they're going to be different, depending on the size the the where you get to in the roast. I think that I think that's a, a pretty good visual or a, a way to think about it. So uh, as you're releasing those oils and sugars and developing that flavor profile, um, you're going to be doing that and you're going to be controlling it with temperature, time, cooling, um, and all of those factors. Think of it like making that paint stick and then kind of carving it out so you can see all the different colors. But maybe I don't want that big black ring in the middle and maybe I don't want that yellow swirl. So I'm going to roast the bean accordingly because I know from accumulated knowledge of roasting that bean, that type of bean, that if I do it to this temperature for this amount of time, it turns out and optimizes that bean for the flavor. Um, so that's kind of the, the basis behind roasting. Um, now let's go into drum and air roasting and we'll kind of touch on why um we'll touch on why one may be better than the other for different situations so <laughs> drum roasting big big drum roast small drum roasters you can you can get them in whatever size but these are very very um industrialized this is the way big industry does their coffee this is the way Folgers Starbucks um I believe Caribou I don't know if there's any big commercial air roasters um pickle pete might be able to drop in on the comments there but i'm pretty sure the majority of the air roasters are small to mid-sized batch and uh, and pretty artisan and uh and specialized i don't think anybody any huge um uh i don't think any huge um roasters are using using air roasters maybe now uh, i believe that was the case before i didn't ever end up going down that road as as far as specific who was using this but the 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 general the general rub is the the industry the bigger industry the bigger mass producers are going to be using these drum roasters um one of the effects one of the side effects of this big drum the metal the contact of the bean the contact of the bean with the drum. You got to think about it. So let's think about it. If you know sous vide versus a grill, let's let's think about it like that. Let's think about cooking a steak um, sous vide versus, versus grill. Uh, if you don't know what sous vide is, meh, um, basically it's it's immersing it in, in uh, immersing the piece of meat in, a, in water of a certain temperature. And it gets that gets that uh, that meat to the perfect that temperature. That's all it does. It just it, it brings the meat to that temperature and it just stays there. Um, we're gonna look at drum roasting, like the difference between grilling a steak and air roasting as sous vide. You take the bean in drum roasting and you throw it in there. The metal heats up. It does have air blowing through, um, but it's contacting that metal. We're we're achieving 
roasting the bean by contact. In order to get the center of the bean to... Oh, these numbers are not even close. Just round numbers to use, for example. The, the way to get the center of the bean to 100 degrees, you're going to have to heat the outside of the bean and heat it from the outside in. And with contact, with drum roasting, it's going to heat that bean up on the outside and actually burn it, char it. Picture your steak on the grill. When you take it off and you, you finally slice it, you let it rest and you let it sit, and it's that perfect medium rare, is the outside medium rare? Or is the outside brown with char marks? I'm not saying that's a bad thing in a steak. It's fantastic. Um, it really, it really makes, it makes that, that, um, that flavor on the outside of the steak. It, uh, chars your seasonings. It gives its own unique flavor profile, but it's not, um, uh, so it's not, it's not a bad thing. Well, it is a bad thing. It is a bad thing when we talk about air roasting and what, what, actually happens when you char a bean but in order to get um in order to get the bean roasted in the middle you're gonna have to char it from the outside you're cooking it from the outside you're roasting it from the outside so your outside's going to uh obviously end up a little charred or more charred depending on on uh, on what roast you're going there and they go round and round and round uh, another difficulty in air roasting is is getting the ch the chaff out. It's 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 a harder process. Uh, air roasting makes that kind of happen way easier, and um, and you just don't want that in your brew. And I think is in in big industrial. Um, okay, yeah, there we go. There you go. Um, <laughs> I gotta mark these comments. Sorry. Uh, yeah, pickle Pete says nine percent burn char shit <laughs> shit is his opinion i guess uh, we all have our opinions i don't disagree with him but when you're drum roasting coffee you're going to end up charring almost 10 percent. almost 10 percent of your bean on the outside is going to get charred in order to get that center of the bean to the place it needs to be for that roast so what happens in that fact what happens when um you drum roast coffee you get your coffee beans, you grind them up, you put them in that coffee maker. Um, what happens when you mix water and ash? You get, <laughs> you get ash, <laughs> you get burnt in your coffee. Uh, one thing I've always equated it to once I figured out that this was the case, that, that coffee, um, how drum roasting works, I had always been under the impression that Starbucks tasted burnt to me. <laughs> I could never place it. I could never understand. I was like, oh, they just, I prefer light roast. I always have. Uh, when I was at Caribou, I was very impressed with their light roast. Uh, I think it was the fact at that point they were doing smaller batch coffee. Uh, as they've grown, I felt the same way about their, their drip brew as I did Starbucks. But it... Um, it, so it, it really gave me that burnt taste moving forward. When I first started working there way back in, oh God, I would have to say it was like 2002. So 20 to some 20 plus years ago, 
Uh, I think there were still small enough, small batch, still drum roasted, but smaller batches, easier to control. Um, they didn't burn their coffee as much. They didn't char up their coffee. Maybe they had a process where they removed some of the char. I don't know. But whenever I would drink a Starbucks or a McDonald's coffee or Folgers, it had this inherent burnt taste to me. I mean, that's what it's doing. It's burning the outside of the beans to get the to get the center uh, to to the roast level. Pickle Pete says uh, chaff is uh, chaff char is highly acidic and it is a defect. There you go, there you go from the guy that knows. Um, Comment here is, uh, if you don't know what sous vide is, you really need to look into it. Yeah, I do. I do agree. Um, I have it on a on a ponder list to figure out um, power and the most efficient way to use it. But it could be a very valuable thing if I get it figured out here in the camper. But that's cooking. That's sous vide. We'll get, uh, we'll get back to, uh, to coffee. So that's drum roasting. Lots of acid, lots of char, lots of burnt taste, um, reduction in the amount of bean that actually makes it into the coffee when uh, when you're making coffee instead of char water and coffee. Um, so that's that's kind of a biased uh, uh, run through of, of drum roasting. Let's get to air roasting. Air roasting, like I said, it, it's on that uh, that fluid bed of, of air. That's coming through. Uh, you're going to be able to adjust. Um, <laughs> then, oh, okay. Pickle peas said they didn't. Uh, they didn't large batch. They they met the tastes of the the east and west coast of uh, of the country. Adjusted their flavors for mass market. Uh, it appears so. That was caribou. <laughs> if you if you were listening just a minute ago. Anyway, the air roasting, air roasting coffee, the batch goes in, the beans go in, they ride on a fluid bed of air, uh, control the temperature of the air, control the temperature of the bean. They're immersed in the air. There's no physical contact with a hot plate. There's no physical contact with a drum. There's no charring of the outside of the beans. The beans roast evenly. They roast uh, more consistently. They are, are way more controlled. Uh, you can control your temperature, you can control your time, you control your exposure to the heat way easier with an air roaster. Another uh, advantage of a, of a, a rare roast, uh, air roaster is the fact that um, you can have different forms of heat coming in. Uh, Brian at Food Forest Farms uses a clean airstream roaster, which is electric heat. Um, man, drop comments like crazy in caps if I'm wrong on this, Brian. But uh, I believe the, the airstream, the heat from the airstream is coming from an electric coil, which is clean. Um, there's no exhaust. If you're running a burner in your roaster, you are basically heating your coffee with exhaust combustion not good not good we all hear about what uh carcinogens and combustion char and uh exhaust is just any put your put your mouth over a uh put your mouth mouth over a propane burner exhaust there you go there you go um so you want clean air stream roasted it's going to uh, heat that preheat that air blow it around the beans the beans are going to be submerged in that air 
in that little fluid layer and they're going to they're going to move around they're going to be evenly roasted and it, it, it's going to come out with a much cleaner crisper flavor uh way less acid if you're an acid reflux person if you're a heartburn person and you love coffee and you take that sip of Folgers you take that sip of Starbucks and you're like can't do it today guys or you're popping the popping the Prilosec or the Tums when you want to have that coffee in the morning because you enjoy it so much but man it really just tears you up give some clean airstream roasted coffee a try just just try it just try it gingerbread says like a popcorn machine yeah yeah kind of like popcorn machine where where the kernels are in there and the air blows in it basically basically yeah good uh good analogy there gingerbread i don't know if uh if you got in but uh, hit that hashtag coffee man if you want to get in oh there it is i see it thanks for uh hanging in thanks for hanging in um so yeah way different but way more specialized smaller smaller batches more control smaller batches more time to produce the same amount of beans you see where i'm going down this road it's a premium product it's um it's a more artisan it's more controlled uh the roaster has to know what he's doing um I maybe not know what he's doing, but if he does, it's uh, it's like a painter being able to paint a picture. They're able to take that stir stick that I, I described earlier with the conditions of the beans and all that, that flavor profile of the bean, and really peel out what they want to, to be exposed. And through trial and error and, and experience and, and knowledge of different beans, different regions, different types, uh, it really really dials in the flavor of the bean. You can you can make it the best it needs to be. Um, uh, <laughs> Pickle Pete says live roasting on his food forest farms YouTube channel. Yeah, that's another thing. If you want to see this in action, um, subscribe to Brian's channel, Food Forest Farms on, uh, on, on YouTube here. And he when he's roasting, he'll throw the live feed on. And he answers questions. He he checks the comments. He listens to fish. Um, you can always mute it, but if you like fish, you always listen to fish while he's roasting coffee. Uh, check it out. Ask him questions. Uh, Kbong says it's really hard to understand fluid uh, with air. Air with a fluid. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. I think I think the best picture. I think everybody is kind of uh, seeing those tubes I talked about earlier, where you get in the fly suit and they put you in the tube and the air blows. Even if you've never been in one, you've seen somebody do it, where they suspend in air in the tube and they just put their arms out and they kind of float there. That's really what it's like. But just think of that person in there as a bunch of a bunch of coffee beans with the air just it's adjusted to the point where it just floats. It floats. Um, Pickle Pete mentioned that with the, with getting the beans out of that exhaust stream, getting that, um, getting that, that exhaust out of your coffee, making it a clear, clean air stream with it heated with an electric coil. There's no hydrogen sulfide rushing past the beans in that exhaust. 
there's no um there's no it 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 doesn't get embedded in that being it doesn't it doesn't kill you basically um when then you make the coffee and ingest that uh it's it's <laughs> hydrogen sulfide bad for heart patients bad for people in general uh but but heart patients um heart patients for sure so get rid of that hydrogen sulfide with that clean airstream roasting so that's kind of the two versus each other. Um, like you can kind of imagine, drum roasting, big industrial operations, large batches, little bit of control, less worried about quality, more worried about quantity. Put it out there, put a lot out, put it out there at a cheap price and get people to buy it. Air roasting, more controlled, smaller batch, more uh, input from the roaster, more... Um, more knowledge base from the roaster, more time and effort, and um, man, a premium product. It's they're different classes in my mind. Taste them, taste them. Order a pound from Brian. I'm not saying you have to join a C4, I'm not saying uh, you have to do any of that. Not even Brian in general. Find a air roasted coffee, a clean air stream roasted coffee producer, and try some. Make a cup next to your Folgers and see what you think. Maybe it's not for you. Like, really, I maybe it's not. Um, I I swear by it. I I will. I I can't drink other anymore. Once I started, I worked at gas stations before we took off in the camper, and I would go to Starb or I would go to gas stations all day. I worked at them on gas pumps. I would be out of my uh, I would be out of my coffee in the morning, and I would go in, and I I couldn't bring myself to drink it anymore. A, I didn't get the acid feeling in my stomach, in my chest, in my in my in any reflex type, um, and it just tastes so much smoother and better. Uh, Pickle Pete says, um, "Coffee bean, coffee beans are like a sponge, and um, so they suck in all that stuff." And that's uh, he mentions that they they will. They will suck in flavors from your fridge. Don't keep your don't keep your coffee with your onions. <laughs> um. Anyway, let's um. Let's kind of wrap it up here and and get into that five k or the thirty k giveaway. Let me check on uh, see how many entrants we have here. Maybe we can rustle. Hey, we got enough. We are qualified this morning, guys. How about that? How about that? We'll be giving away 30K here in a little bit, 30,000 Satoshis. But I want to wrap up this uh, discussion. So air roasting, drum roasting, drum roasting, huge, huge, huge. Air roasting, more artisan, crafting, um, crafting a, a, a quality bean. Uh, drum roasters, just let's, let's get it out the door. Support your artisans. Support your artisans, really. Uh, I think if you, if you can find... Something that says air roasted, that says clean stream air roasted, uh, it's going to be worth. It's going to be worth the extra cost. And if you want to try it cheap, man, I I don't I don't want to call Brian uh, cheap, but I think he's out of his mind with uh, twenty dollars a pound. Don't raise it, man. I I really enjoy paying that. Um, but join the C four club. Check out. I mean, here you go. Here you go. You're listening to this. You're listening to this episode. I don't put it out there all the time. 
Uh, I always put out the lots five coupon code for food forest farms. Lots five will get you 5% off anything across the store. This episode, I think, and I think any of the homebrew, the homebrew science episodes I'll do um, every seven shows or, or so. Um, I'm going to toss this out there and only in the audio, not in the, in the notes or anything. But if you use lots 10, you're going to get 10% off. I believe that's a one time. The lots five is open forever, ever, 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 and ever. You want to go to the store or uh, food forest farms and buy anything. Lots five will work. Try lots 10 once. If you're listening to this, I'm not going to write it down. You have to hear it and you have to go there and use it. Um, man, try the coffee. Try it for sure. I'm pretty sure that uh, you got a better discount when you join C4, um, when you join C4 on the pricing. So, and there's so many more benefits anyway. So, um, Pickle P says, buy local, go find a guy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, and if you don't have a guy or you don't want to find a guy, I can get you one. Anyway, so that's uh, air roasting versus drum roasting. Just touching on uh, touching on these science topics, get diving in them a little bit. Uh, if there's something you want me to talk about as far as coffee, I would be happy to do it. Uh, and uh, just drop me a note, drop a comment in the blog post, in the in the video description, uh, on the audio. I don't know, depending on the pod player you use, if you can uh, you can leave comments or I can get them. But find me on socials. Uh, find me on my website, Telegram, any place any place and let me know what you want to hear about with coffee. I haven't really, I haven't gotten to the setup for that one yet. The next, uh, the next homebrew science, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see what, uh, what goes on there. Hey, uh, we, we qualified for this 30 K. The MSD discount on, uh, on gingerbread uh, gingerbread says, what's the MSD discount for those people? I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea uh, what the, what the thing is uh, Ginger says plug by six pound deal. Yeah. Uh, if you like silver, if you like custom silver and you like air roasted coffee, I have a deal for you. Uh, I was, um, I was, I'm, I'm kind of pocketing these silvers to bring to SRF, but if anybody listening wants to uh, pick up six pounds of awesome coffee, it, it will be all the brands or all the blends that uh, I, I have as a white label with Brian, <coughs> basically six pounds of premium, premium coffee. And one out of that six is, is out of this world. The five normal ones, the five ones that are always available are, are great. Um, the silver bullet blend that was specially made for this deal, six pounds of coffee, and then a free silver one ounce C4. Nope. I get C4. <laughs> Silver one ounce coin numbered C1 through C5. Uh, I have a few left. I think I have two, possibly three left. Two or three left. Um, 200 bucks. 200 bucks. You get your six pounds of coffee. You get your uh, you get your silver with uh, certificate of authenticity, handmade, hand designed, hand stamped, and uh, limited. <laughs> there's only five of them. Limited edition. Uh reach out to me directly. Uh, I didn't even put them on the website. There isn't enough available. If you're interested in one, let me know. Otherwise, uh, if you're coming to SRF, I'll, I probably have some silver in my pocket to uh, to to exchange and uh, and sell and get value out of. So check those off. 
<laughs> K-Bonk said still pissed there was no C6. Uh, maybe in the next run, K-Bonk, I'll have to make a, uh, a, a special C6, uh, a C6 coin. Uh, anyway, let's get to this drawing and then we'll wrap up. 30K, 30,000 Satoshis coming out. Uh, next week, we'll be back to 10. If we can get 10 entrants um, next week and we can give 10 away, if we can give it away the first week, I'm bumping. I bump the the amount. So make it worth your while to get up and, and try to get in on 10,000. And uh, then the first day will be 15,000. We're going to, we'll shake it up. We'll bump up that, uh, that base level. And uh, with that, we'll have to bump up the listeners. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But today we're giving away 30. We'll deal with that next one next week. Um, last call, last call. Got about 15 seconds, 30 seconds to get in on that. Hashtag coffee in the comments. We have plenty of people coming in to uh, to give it away. If you win the drawing and I'm not in uh, in contact with you on a regular basis on Telegram, uh, let me know, uh, get a hold of me, comment here how I can get a hold of you, email me, find me on Telegram, send me a message and let me know that you won so I can send it to you. I, uh, I like to distribute them through Telegram. So people can continue to use them and spread value. If you want to stack them, you want me to send them somewhere else, just uh, get a hold of me. We'll figure it out. It's uh, lightning, so it's easy and fast. All right. All right, guys. Let's um, let's put this up on the screen here. We will uh, go round and round and round and round we go and see who is going to win 30,000 Satoshis. Here we go. Here it goes, here it goes for you audio folks. We got uh, we got the wheel spinning around, all the names round and round. How am I in there? <laughs> I won my own drawing. Uh, uh, content, it, uh, it, I'm going to do this again, guys. Don't take off. <laughs> when, I, uh, when I put the message in, <laughs> when I put the message in what to put, it counted me. Uh, good thing we had over, uh, over the entrance. I'll have to remember that next time. We're going to draw again. Here we go. <laughs> round and round. Round and round we go. Uh, I'm not going to give it off to myself. I won again. What the? <laughs> oh, man. This is insane. It's supposed to take me out. Gingerbread Farms. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There you go, James. I know how to get that to you, and uh, we'll get that off to you. <laughs> K-Bong says he knew it was fixed. If it was fixed, I wouldn't have kept drawing. <laughs> we'll draw until I give it away, not just keep it myself. Um, Gingerbread Farms, congratulations. Man, it's uh, it's appropriate. You're here all the time, every morning of the that you can join during the week. I appreciate you coming, and I will uh, I'll get that off to you at some point today. Next week, 10,000 10, Satoshis next Saturday morning, or Friday morning, excuse me, show up, and uh, there'll be a new hashtag put in the comments to get registered. And um, here, uh, let's uh, let's wrap it up for the week. It's been, it's been fun. I'm enjoying the new uh, format. I hope you are, too. If you're uh, looking forward to next week or would like to share all the episodes, definitely head over to thelostproject.com and sign up for the email list. Any free consult um, spot where you put your email in gets you on that list. You'll get a uh, you'll get a uh, recap 
email on Saturday and a preview email on Sunday. So, all right, guys, um, you can always join the live recording Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. If you enjoyed this show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find a post about it at the about the episode, along with links to all my social media, all the services I offer, and recommended products and companies I'm affiliated with. You can find it all at thelotsproject.com. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite value for value podcast 2.0 podcast players like podverse or fountain.fm make it a great day guys make it an awesome awesome weekend and uh hey let's catch up and do it again on monday